Welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. I'm Jay Late Night Larson. And I'm Lyndon Chalky Cabellion. In each episode, we will be talking to different surfers and surf shops to learn more about them and their passion for surfing. We will be diving deep into their experiences as well as their involvement and contributions to their local communities. Be sure to check out our website and Instagram feed for updates on future shows. Thank you for your support and we look forward to sharing these great stories with you. Before we start the show, a word from our sponsor. Lyndon, we got sponsors. Hell yeah, we do. Well, I guess we got to thank Dash Mortgage and You First Realty. Who are those guys? They're your full service mortgage and real estate brokerage. Who is behind that? Our good friend, Dan Horgan. Dan Horgan? Yeah, he not only rips out in the water, but he's an experienced loan professional. Hmm. So what does he do? He helps out in conventional FHA, VA, refire, jumbo loan products. So Dan has the lenders to make it happen. Yes, and he'll give you the best service in the industry. Nice. Dash mortgage with no bogus fees or points? That's right. Just give Dan five minutes of your time to hear what he can do for you. So who does all the real estate then? That would be me. What? Well, Dan has his license too, but I work under Dan. Okay. Yeah. But so, you're a real estate agent too? You know this. Oh, yeah, I remember now. I helped you get your house. Oh, you did? Yeah. All right. So if you're looking to buy, sell your home, or looking for an investment property, give me a call. So not only a Ruka rep, you're an experienced realtor? Yeah, I didn't quit my day job, Lennon. I still, I still work for Ruka. <laughs> okay. I do real estate on the weekends. Yeah, I've been offering great incentive programs for all my friends and family to keep more equity in their pocket. I guess I'm not a friends or family because I never heard about this. <laughs> but all you on the Late Night and Chalky podcast, Saul, call our office, 714-784-5736 and mention the Late Night with Chalky podcast. Nice. Anything else we know need to know about Dash Mortgage? Um, just our California Realtor BRE number, 0199 Okay, let's stop talking about real estate and mortgages. Let's talk about what really matters and what is that? Surf trips. And where do we like to go? Off my mind, Nicaragua. And where do we stay in Nicaragua? The one and only Mark and Dave's. Mark and Dave's. An exclusive, inclusive, all-inclusive boutique hotel on the beach. Waves out front, ponga drops, waves down the beach, Colorado's, where I saw Late Night Lar get shactified. Oh, insane in the membrane down there. Tons of barrels, but better yet, it's not just the surf that's insane down there. It's just this compound that they have. Killer poolside, killer food, top of the line chefs, you name it. It's in a safe, gated community. Community. Uh, they'll pick you up at the airport. They'll drop you off at the uh, at the house. Um, there's ping pong table. There's horseback multi- riding. There's horseback riding. Yeah. There's world class fishing. Golfing. There's golfing. Um, the scenic. I mean, it's it's the best. You could get a massage after surfing for four hours in the morning. Yeah. So it's great for people that are traveling by themselves. It's a great place to bring your family. It's a great place to have a retreat. It's a great place to have, you know what I'm saying? 
bachelor parties. You know what I'm saying? I think we've been there for all of the above. We might have. So go to Mark and Dave's website and mention Late Night with Chalky Podcast, and you're gonna get 200 bucks off a selected uh, off selected weeks for the rest of 2019. Oh, sign me up! This is insane. Mark and Dave's. Welcome, friends and family, brothers and sisters. I'm stealing Late Night in Chalky's podcast intro from Lyndon. You're such a dick. <laughs> uh, we are very stoked to sit down with new entrepreneurs. Um, the brand is called Seeger. Uh, we're here with Case, Elliot, and Matson. Um, Welcome, you guys. Thank you. They're, they're going to be a brand that you guys are all going to be psyched on, and uh, we're stoked to hear how it all came together. But first, mm-hmm. let's start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll start yeah. with Case since he's. Uh, we're going to go clockwise here. All right. Uh, Case. Wait, clockwise or yeah. counterclockwise? Uh, counterclockwise. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's get this straight. All right. So it's early in the morning, you guys. <laughs> yeah. We're all fra- frazzled because of uh, street sweeping. It's early morning, um, late night. Let's go. It's <laughs> How early morning are we talking? Case, what's, what's your full name? Case Anderson. Case Anderson. Edward Anderson. All right. Where'd you yeah. grow up, Case? I grew up in Mission Viejo. Okay. Yeah. Not too far? Not too far. Yeah. Right. It's OC? Yeah. OC. Yeah. Just outside yeah. of the OC. Just, just on the cusp. Yeah. Um, so you're a surfer? <laughs> yes. When did, uh, when did you get into surfing? How old were you? I got into surfing when we were all like sophomores in college. What? Yeah. You're a late bloomer. So probably like wow, six years ago. Wow. Yeah. So I've only been surfing for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. What, what did you do as a youngster? Like, um, I grew up at the beach all the time. My mom is like a pretty eccentric beach person. Okay. Like sun bum as her license plate beach person. Yeah. Full blown. So awesome. we would grow up at the beach, but. We, we all played volleyball in high school, so okay. growing up, I would either go to the beach and like be body surfing in Laguna or playing beach volleyball. Cool. So like surfing was never something that I just like had time to do almost. And then yeah. once you did it, you are like... And once I stopped playing volleyball and went to college, it's all I did. Yeah. It kind cool. of switched into like everything for me. Okay. Yeah. Did you play like baseball and all that as a grum, or just yeah. pretty much? Yeah, I played. Yeah, I played a couple sports, soccer, um, yeah. and all that. In like high school, I played soccer, volleyball, and water polo for nice. a couple of years. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. So six years surfing. Yeah. All right. So pretty fresh. Fresh. Hey, it's never too late. Right? Yeah. It's never it, never too it late. Definitely, to it's never too late. No, and the same oh, excitement man. you get, you get this. You know, somebody that's been surfing 20, 30, 50 years gets yeah. that same excitement. That's totally. what's cool about surf. It's it's interesting to see. From my perspective, and this is Matson, by the way, um, <laughs> um, is that people that start later are yeah. just like even more stoked. They go all oh, yeah. the time. They don't care what the conditions are. It's just like let's get out there. I love it so much, and uh, definitely see that with Case. He's like yeah. always trying to get out yeah. there. Were Were you surprised on how physically demanding surfing is at like, first? Yeah, because I grew up at the beach. So from my perspective, growing up. I mean, the you hardest look, part. You look fit, and you played volleyball, but yeah, like, sir, is no joke, though. Yeah, you know? it like, definitely is no joke. Um, and it helps if you go to the beach and grew up at the beach because a lot of it is about knowing the waves yeah. and just like knowing how they break or where they break and when they break. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's was kind of something that I was able to pick up faster than normal. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about, all from the comfort of your home. 
isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Yeah, being a but in terms of like, yeah, like watching someone who grew up surfing, like you can't get to that level unless you're surfing every day. Yeah, because it's like you're just old and like not as flexible. Can't <laughs> like surfing is probably one of the hardest things to learn because there's so many different facets of it that yeah. are yeah. unless you do it and practice it every day. It, yeah. It's a long road to like yeah. getting good yeah there's some natural guys like you know guys that skateboarded tend to surf you know better or, sure. or learn faster but yeah surfing is definitely a a weird thing that you know, yeah and you can't, you can't practice it every day either yeah it's depending on the waves so yeah and, i feel like every single day it's different yeah yeah so it's just tough yeah. cool. so that's what makes it fun Elliot, yes. let's hear your story, bud. All right, Elliot Shaw is the name, and I'm also from Mission Viejo. That's actually how we met. Okay. We met, Case and I met in like, was it sixth, sixth grade? Sixth grade, yeah. Sixth grade, um, and then kind of been friends ever since. Kind of a little side story there, but <laughs> um, surfing for me, like my my mom's from the East Coast. She's from Brooklyn, and she has no like beach bone in her body. Yeah. They moved out for my grandpa when he was in Pendleton, so they kind of just by default moved out here, or she did when she was young, so she didn't really have that in her. And then my dad is from England, and he also isn't really beach friendly, so I didn't really have like a, a dad or mom that was like, we're going to go to the beach. Yeah. It was kind of like, I would tag along with my friends, like, yeah. oh, my dad's going to go surf, and I'd be like, can I just come and learn? So I would have random times like that where I would just tag along. Yeah. But not necessarily, like, my dad had some, he used to work at Nissan, and they had this, like, wall, cheesy, like, Ron John thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember it was, like, nine foot, remember that thing? Yeah. That thing was ugly. disgusting. Yeah, so it was ugly. terrible. <laughs> I think my dad, like, sharp, sharpied, like, my brother's name on it or something, too, just to make, like, a phone number, too. It was like, ah. Oh. Um, but I'd surf that at first, and that was kind of the first time I was like, okay, this is fun, but this board's you took stupid. The board <laughs> off the, the Nissan wall. Yeah, yeah, they were gonna throw it away, and he's like, I'll just take it. I was like, oh, I'm glad you did. One of those like fun, fun shapes that are just terrible looking. Yeah, like, yeah, like a, a rainbow stripe down. Yeah. It's so ugly. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, it. Was there like uh, other kids at your school that surfed, or did there you were? Know? There definitely were, but yeah. I would say, I mean, it was limited in high school. We had a good yeah. surf team, but it was surfed. it was definitely small group. Small group. Yeah, yeah. and it, it that was kind of the thing. Like we were only maybe twenty minutes to get to the beach from where we're from, but that alone, like the community, like where we were in the valley yeah. in Mission Viejo around that canyon, you know. 
Like they're you just, couldn't ride a bike. You, you needed a. We would hop on the bus. Yeah, we'd walk to a bus. We'd walk to a bus and take that. It's like an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. You get bus passes for summer. I used to take the bus from here to Lowers like every day in the summer. How long did that take? Two hours. Yeah, maybe two and a half, depending on what time you left. Yeah, I get on the first one out of here five forty-five. Damn, that's legit. Take the bus to Lowers. Yeah, that's sick. But back then, you didn't have to have seatbelt law or whatever. So it was guaranteed. I would find a ride on the way back in the back of a truck, or somebody at least going to Newport or Huntington. Like regardless, I'd find somebody. But yeah. Sit there That's with my good. surfboard in front yeah. of me, on the thing, my backpack, my lunch. Yeah. <laughs> all these people That's going to work and stuff, yeah. like yeah. around Fashion Island, you know, and you go down and go through all Damn. the like, you'd have to transfer uh, the first exit once you get to San Clemente, like that bus stopped and you had to like wait for another transit bus and then you got on the That's pretty journey. awesome. That's you know? a mission. Yeah, yeah, that is a mission. Yeah. My tape deck, side A, side B. I'm dating myself, you guys. But, but yeah, just psyching Metallica or something crazy. I don't mean to date you more, but I've definitely heard those types of stories from my dad. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, <laughs> shit. Yeah. He just called you dad, bro. Oh, no. no. But growing up 20 minutes is not that it's far, not that but, but yeah. it is the convenience factor. So. Yeah. And a lot of it, too, is just, I think for me and maybe for Case, too, what it sounded like is exposure to things like, you don't know something until you've done it yourself or seen it yeah. and then gotten the interest in it. Like he was saying, like once he did it, he was like, I'm never doing anything yeah. else, really. Yeah. Where, where was like the, the spot you would go? Like When I was like, really young? Yeah, would you guys go to like Salt Creek or Dana or, you know, like... We Dana actually, Floyd? a lot of the time, we, we had a few friends. Doheny was fun. Yeah. Um, I had to, when I, my friend's dad would take me, we would go to like Sano or Sano. Trails. Cool. Just because that was the type of guy he was, so we would just tag along. and Always good. Definitely. Always good. I'd go to State yeah. Beach, St. Clemente. Oh, yeah. perfect. State Beach. That was, that was like fun. my family spot to go to. That's cool, too. Yeah. Stay out from Ribby and like, yeah. you know, all yeah. that. Yeah. So fun. I love surfing there. Yeah, me yeah. too. It's, it's awesome. It's but don't go fun. surf there, you guys. Yeah. It's <laughs> really crowded and a lot of locals, so keep it clean. Which brings us to Matson. Yes, sir. Um, I started surfing one as like as soon as I could stand up. Um, I grew up in La Jolla. My dad was a professional surfer when he was younger. What? Um, yeah. Wow. So he. What's your dad's in your DNA? DNA? Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> Not Jay Larson. <laughs> well, I don't know. We have similar stories. <laughs> um, my dad's name is Scott Smith. Shout out to him. He grew up in Huntington Harbor, actually. So he's a local guy here. Huh. Um, and he surfed against Jerry Lopez at the U.S. Open and shit like that. So, wow. Yeah, he's, that's he so actually cool. beat him in the U.S. Open. That's that's my dad's claim to fame. Wow. Like that. Yeah. Um, that was back when We're I was We're going to have to get verified pro. proof, though. Yeah. I know. I've never seen it. <laughs> Do it finally. Yeah. My dad's really been good at being like, oh, I swear that happened. And I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Bust out that pole already, bro. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, my mom threw away everything. Like, all the photos. Like, yeah, So right. your dad grew up in Huntington Harbor. Yeah. He and went then, to... Uh, Marina. Marina. Yeah. yeah, he went to Marina. Yeah. And um, he's pretty freaking awesome. He taught me as soon as I could stand up. But the problem with that was he, he was very competitive and pushed me super hard when I, at a young age. Yeah. And um, I was terrified of surfing when I was like three years old, you know? Like the waves <laughs> were huge. Everything's yeah. huge. Yeah. And I, like he just like, I don't understand. Why don't you love it? Why don't you love it? Yeah. And um, turned you off. Turned me off for sure. And then I remember one summer uh, he was like, you know what? I'm not even going to try to do like do it anymore. You just, you want to do what you want to do. I'm off. And he like just pushed away from pushing me into surfing. And that's ex- the exact moment when I fell in love with it. I remember that's, just like yeah. walking down to the bus, 
with my surfboard and going every single day in the summer without failure and I loved it. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So. I don't think you really need that 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 push. You know, I yeah. think you yeah. just need yeah. to be exposed to it. Yeah. And, and you know, of course, the surf is. I mean, when you're a kid, it's it's intimidating, yeah. and you got to know the you know know how to avoid the you know impact zone, yeah. know how to duck down. You know, there's, there's all those elements. So it's a learning totally. curve. And when your dad's just like. Oh, like you, like you're saying, like avoid all those impact zones. He was just like, go out to the outside, go make it past the break, and then like you're just sitting out there, like, oh yeah. shit, where's the next set wave? Like, you know, you're it's a bummer out. because you know, as a parent, right, yeah. you you want your kids to follow in your footsteps, uh-huh. right? Definitely. And you know, but sometimes it's it's over over the top. Yeah, it's overkill. It can be for sure. Like Jay's got a Grom, uh, JJ, who is he's ten. And I've been pushing surf on him for like five years, but not really push. Just yeah, bring him down. He's almost. been good at not like applying too much pressure, yeah. letting him acclimate to that, yeah. and like really f- helping him find it on his own. But like, where your dad frustrated and like was just kind of like, why aren't you just like? <laughs> yeah. Now he got the bug maybe six eight months ago, uh-huh. and it's like. Is it going to be good tomorrow? Can yeah. we go tomorrow? Can we do this? Can we do that? Like yeah, he's he's on, he's on it, yeah. and he's like, "Why didn't you tell me to start like years earlier?" Now he's pissed at me that <laughs> yeah. I didn't make him like start earlier. Yeah, yeah I'm like, sure. yeah, it's just it's a fine line, but you know, it's so fun, and you you know, you want them to experience that same. You know, he's, he's gotten a, a couple good barrels on film already too. Damn, wow. awesome. Yeah, that's so I mean, sick. Yeah. Good, but yeah, good for ten. For yeah. sure. Well, that's the thing is. Yeah. The, the wasn't there sorry to catch you off wasn't there one where you got one out the back and then he got one on the inside no I was uh, separate have to see. we were out one morning and I was on north side and it was sets were you know Tuvin Berlin yeah. and uh I pushed him into like an earlier wave and he was on the paddle back out and I caught like a set, got fully drained, came out, cut back and then high-fived him because he was on the uh, shoulder like paddling back out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's super right. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Really kind cool. of stuff He's like, cry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no way, Dad. Dad, you're really good. <laughs> <laughs> that's so rad. So do you remember your first surfboard? They uh, tried to get you out at three years old. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah, I was, I mean, I was riding, I just remember when I, he was got, got me on longboards and longboards weren't cool. Sorry, me. was that down in that La, Jolla. La Jolla? Okay. Yeah, down at the shores is where I started and then moved on to Win and Sea after that. But um, yeah, I remember just like being pushed onto longboards. I don't remember exactly what the first longboard was, but I just was like, I need to be on a shortboard. And my sister also was surfing and she won a Cane Garden Twin Fin Ooh. 5'8 from a contest. And I was like you suck at surfing give me that thing <laughs> and uh she, she wouldn't give it up and then like one summer she's like you know what you're right I don't surf and then just gave it to me and that was my first shortboard and uh I just remember like not really liking surfing and then one day having this one wave where I'd like put my hand on the wall and I was riding the green like open the, face the open yeah. face and that's where I was like oh my god this is the sickest yeah, thing in this the is world. incredible yeah. yeah when you make that leap from white water to actually like gliding on the wave yeah, you're like yeah. this is where I should be eh? exactly <laughs> yeah so I'll share a little story. I used to live in Long Beach, North Long Beach, and I would literally it would literally take me two and a half hours to ride my bike to the beach one yeah. way. He's really slow at riding bikes. <laughs> <laughs> little legs, they don't yeah. <laughs> I, I remember because uh, I boogie boarded, right? Uh-huh. That was my initial thing, and then started surfing. But when I started surfing, I couldn't do it. Like I would, I was flailing all the time. It was like dude, this is the hardest thing ever. And yeah. then I was also 
like into skateboarding. Like mm -hmm. I used to skate skate parks in the street and mm -hmm. just like fully got into it. And then that summer where I was like totally into skateboarding, we went back to surfing and I remember going to Bolsa Chica and I had that like that moment where I was riding this like six or seven foot like seven foot seven two purple lightning bolt uh -huh. and I remember going okay today I'm gonna freaking stand up and go down the line and then boom that's what happened like I caught a wave I turned I put my hand on the wall and I'm just like holy shit I'm going down the line just going yeah. wow that's and that was uh skateboarding and everything else took a backseat after that definitely it's crazy how that does <laughs> yeah, yeah totally like just does. yeah everything like, else everything. drops no no it's crazy tunnel vision so first surfboard yeah what was your first surfboard oh my first board was taken straight out of my garage it was like a 7-2 becker nice which was also the first job i had was that becker awesome. no way yeah yeah cool. uh, the mission viejo or i guess yeah. san juan becker I think it's still the mission via. It's not there anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you guys maybe sold there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was my first job and my first board. And nice. I I quickly turned it around just because it wasn't right for me. And I've been turning boards around on Craigslist ever since. Yeah. <laughs> I buy yeah, a board for like Rotate. eight months and I get something new. Until sounds like day. sounds like our friend Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our friend Maddie buys like a board every freaking other week. Pretty much. Wow, and he yeah. goes through cars almost the same. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Some people are like that. Until that new daydream thing where you can just get the monthly plan. Or I guess the board club's been doing that, too. That's kind of yeah. cool, huh? Yeah, it's almost cheaper, I think, to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because yeah, you're buying you a board for like a 300 bucks. Yeah, they got they got it for for my birthday, so I've been just trying out boards for yeah. the last month. Sweet. Perfect. Yeah. So Becker's your first Becker. job. Yeah. First job. Yep. Nice. Yeah. So that was a good time. My surf life, I feel like, quickly turned once I started surfing because... Then I bought my first car, which was like a 1979 Mercedes 240D with surf racks on top, like diesel, 200,000 miles. Perfect. And That's a that was like my surf vessel. It yeah. just like enabled me to surf like every day. You fit in, in right at yeah, yeah. Santa with that thing for fun. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, it all happened quickly. And then I turned that thing over and got the Bronco. Oh, that, yeah. Is that yours? I'm yeah. That thing's yeah. sick. Yeah. That thing's sweet. Yeah. So I thought OJ like, pulled like, up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's the same yeah. year and everything. Yeah. Same exact I get that same year. Same exact car, right? Yeah. Nice. Just worthless. Yeah. No blood stains. <laughs> yeah. No blood stains in it though. <laughs> no, hopefully not. Uh, Elliot, did you, did you tell us your first board? Uh, technically, I mean, it was that Ron John thing, technically, but I don't want to <laughs> yeah. claim that as my first board. It is, man. <laughs> yeah, it is my first board, technically. But he, my dad, I don't want to claim it because my dad always gave me shit. Or he's like, that's mine. I'm like, you don't even go in the ocean. Yeah. You don't always do that. So I was like, okay, well, I'm cool with you keeping it. So he's from England. Yeah, he's from so he's got uh, just outside of full blown. Yeah, that's full blown. Yeah. yeah. He's pretty hilarious. To, to listen to. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't even hear it anymore. Yeah, he says honest. he doesn't even notice it. It sounds yeah. normal. There's certain words where he's like, cheerio. And you're like, why would you say that? Just say goodbye. Like, that doesn't even make sense. But uh, what brought your dad out here? Cheerios, I love Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Oh, they bought those cinnamon toast crunch and pop tarts. That was it. But uh, uh, he, my mom actually moved out there okay. originally from so, Brooklyn to there. He, well, so she was in. Uh, your dad or grandpa was in the military. He was in the military. They came out to. I think they originally moved to like Rancho Bernardo, San Diego, and uh, and then 
what was it? My mom didn't like California, which is a red flag right there. Mm -hmm. And uh, so she went to college out in Arizona, graduated from there, and went on like a grad Euro trip. Mm. And that's where she met my dad in England at like a bar or something like that. And over pub. time, get it right. Pub. Pub. Yeah, yeah, pub. Get it right, bro. <laughs> bar <laughs> at a B and B. And and then so. They got married, and then she moved out there first because he was working at either Rolls-Royce or Jaguar or something like that. He's always wow. been in the auto industry. That's and, crazy. Uh, they lived there for a little bit because his side, my English family, doesn't come here. They're like redneck England version. So they're like, we don't go to America. They're like full-blown Brits. And then my family here is the same. They don't want to go. So it's like two Weird. worlds. Yeah, it's like That's if I want to go hang out with that family, I go there. Yeah. Um, but they lived there for a little bit, and then they, he worked out a deal with his parents where he would just come back every year, and they would move out. Because he got a job at Nissan or something like that, which yeah. brought them back here. Cool. Yeah, so that worked out. Nice. I don't even know how that came up, but either way. What was, was your first surf shop, Becker 2? No, I was at, um, the first surf shop for me, I worked at a few. I think I told you last yeah. time we were talking. Yeah. I worked that's at, at Rom, you know, when you're like. Oh, the first, yeah. Up, yeah. Becker was for sure, because that yeah. was the closest, like, Becker was pretty sick when we were young. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they had a bunch of stores yeah they did yeah i think are they down to one now if they i think just malibu yeah yeah. that's a bummer what about the one in hermosa is that still there i know well it is it's still there i mean yeah yeah, i don't know it's still there yeah you're right there's two it's still becker yeah they kept the name by name i used to that counts that's like that second reef in Laguna. Actually, it's that now Billabong. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, forget his name. The one that worked at the Mission Viejo one. He was one of the, the original guys. Oh, I remember that guy. Um, Short brown hair? Yeah. I want to say it's a big double guy. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That yeah. Becker? Or I used to, he was they like used to be my account service. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then just like Billabong bought the chain the and then Mission it Viejo came one. out. Mm, I forget. Uh, in-house account. Yeah. forget his name. Yeah, it's got to be a... <laughs> what about you, yeah. Matson? Your first uh, surf shop that you oh. were like as a grom? Yeah, um, definitely. Shout out to Mitch's, Mitch's nice. Playa. Yeah, they. I mean, I grew up just like walking in there, and you know, being like uh, intimidated by the older guys, and um, just always being like so stoked to go in there and just talk shop and stuff. Yeah. Um, they're awesome people. Mitch has been there. La Jolla guys went to high school with my mom in La Jolla, and like, just just love that shop. They're yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. And they have like three of them. I think there's two. One in Solana Beach and yeah. one in La Jolla. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty funny when I applied to work there when I went to college because I remember Mattson telling me he's like, oh, "Dude, you'll never get a job there. It's like it's only local kids." He's like, "I couldn't even get a job there." Like. It's not possible. <laughs> I remember cracking up. I was like, well, I might as well try. And then I told him I got it. He was so bummed. He was like, you got that? I was like, I don't know how I got it, dude. It was sick. <laughs> it was awesome. But that's when he started respecting me. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. Took a while. I better, Took a while. I better hang on. So yeah. he, know, he knows. He, he can get stuff handled. So moving to present day, you guys all went to, how'd you guys all meet? We met in sixth grade. Yeah, so okay, we're, we're in sixth grade. grade. Yeah. And we met in college, college from volleyball again. We all played volleyball. Okay. Um, and which is what brought us to UC San Diego is we both had gotten recruited. So we kind of met. UCSD is a very academic-based school, mm-hmm. very nerdy and, like, frowned upon to play sports and school. So this, like, each team has, like, a very tight little, which I assume at every school is like that, but yeah. it's especially gnarly because you stand out so much 
between like straight you're almost isolated in a way yeah, but, yeah for sure yeah. and they look down on it for sure like teachers make it hard everyone makes it harder if you play sports for if the you play school. sports for the school I could only imagine if you went there for surf holy yeah, crap right. he actually did end up surfing <laughs> on the team there yeah so to I, jump around yeah um, <laughs> I, well, I got cut from the volleyball team because I was not good enough but um, you're got, tall enough I got recruited yeah I got recruited there and then they were like nah we don't need you but um, I eventually joined the surf team which was sick and nice. that was way better because we had the key to blacks and Ugh. so we yeah. just you know, that was. You could leave a copy with us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you're not leaving. <laughs> Just kidding. No, Blacks is an awesome place. So, like, yeah. yeah, go and surf. So, did you go to school down there too? Or? I didn't. I went to Cal State Fullerton. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So we we separated at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So childhood friends and then college, college friends. Okay. Yeah. And then just and met on the volleyball team. Met on the volleyball team. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then we quickly became like knew that we had the same interests and stuff so we just became roommates and yeah. moved down to Mission Beach together and, and then traveled to uh, all around the world like we went to we studied abroad in Prague together which was really weird um, yeah, yeah. A weird time. and then started Seeger and came full circle yeah what did, what did you guys um, what was your major or what did you guys graduate with or we both did the exact same major and minor yeah uh, it was international studies in sociology and then a minor in business because yep. UCSD is like, I think most schools or UC schools are all science and like math based. So it really limit. they don't have like a business, they might now, but they didn't have a business major at the time. Which, I always get confused, which one is... It's the one in La Jolla. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Where the, like Tor- when you're driving down the five, it's kind of like, you see that, yeah, Toy Pines in the yeah. library, it's like yeah. big old hands. So there, is there a... There was a shop there on campus. Yeah, right? Outback. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we actually Isaac. got in there for like a hot minute. Right? Isaac was the buyer. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was hilarious. That's such a with. bummer. I, yeah. I worked with him too. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, what the hell's his name? Isaac. 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 Yeah. 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 yeah he was hilarious. Yeah, he's hilarious for sure. Um, it was a bummer when uh, I got the email saying, "Man, we're you know it's been down. I don't know how how many years it was. It was like three or four years. Yeah. It's like you know." Regretfully, we're we're closing down shop. So blah, weird. Blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Sick shop. Yeah, well, was, late night and chalky is changing that. We're gonna drive sales to the core. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna help young brands. <laughs> yeah. and we're gonna revitalize this industry yeah. and yeah, yeah. keep it cool. <laughs> yeah, keep people in business. Yeah. So for real, we always ask our 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 guests like you know, what was your first surf trip? You know, was there a, one that was like super memorable? One that was yeah, you know, crappy? And everyone says when you're on a surf trip, it's never crappy, but Let's be honest, sometimes it is. Yeah. <laughs> I want to start off with that one. Yeah, All right. I'm going to stick one. one. <laughs> yeah. Um, my first surf trip ever was my dad. Uh, my dad was friends with Wingnut and Robert August. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we took a trip down to Costa Rica to uh, Robert August's like hotel down there. And uh, I think yeah. it's in Tamarindo. Yeah. Um, and I was in like first grade, but I was doing contests. So I did a contest in Costa Rica and then they took us all over the whole country and like we we went to Witch's Rock and went down into Nicaragua and stuff and it was freaking epic and how old were you? I was thinking I was in first grade wow so it was super small yeah. yeah that sounds amazing but it was super sick so lucky. I wish I was older because <laughs> I, I was still like I definitely knew what was going on I was like whoa I've seen them this summer a thousand times like this yeah. is so sick that they're right here and we're surfing with them at the yeah. place that's like so memorable in that movie 
How um, awesome is, is Robert? Yeah. It's freaking insane. I mean, I haven't hung out with him since, so I just remember whatever I remember from first yeah. grade. But and Wingnut's Wingnut's so hilarious. funny. He's yeah. hilarious, yeah. yeah. He's the nicest guy ever. Robert I've Ra- actually hung with him a few times. Robert August was my first, like, custom shape, like, sponsor. Oh, wow. yeah. oh sick. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. the shop we hung out with. There's, like, awesome. 20 shops on um, Main Street in Huntington at that time. Yeah. But, like... Our crew was was there, yeah. You know, and then we we hung out everywhere. But yeah, I had Robert August, you know, probably for a year or two yeah. when I was a grown. That's, That's awesome. Yeah. Sick. What happened to that job? What's that? Like what happened to that job? Um, something else. Yeah, they just kind of like he he he's like eventually he wanted to retire down in Costa Rica, and he yeah. flies up, shapes boards, and he started that you know business down there. And they have you know, a office warehouse factory in Huntington. Yeah. Oh, cool. Robert August, yeah. They just sell out of there, Still direct down. and online. And it's, and it's cool. Sam August, uh, Robert, one of Robert's sons, uh, mm-hmm. helps kind of runs it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they're still around. Yeah. 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 They're heritage cool. brands right there. Yeah, for yeah. real. So, have you, uh, Case, have you had a chance to go on a surf trip yet, or? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> We've been on. Yeah, that's pretty much all we do is go on surf trips. We just got back from Mexico last night, actually. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, from from a fun little trip with some friends. But my first surf trip was probably Mexico. Uh-huh. Actually, yeah. 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 Like freshman sophomore year of college, and just like around like K thirty eight. I think the furthest we went was like K55. We yeah. just went for like four days. And that was actually one of the best times I've gotten in Mexico since. Yeah. So I wish I was a little bit better when I did it's, that. It's it's close yeah. and there's lots of empty yeah. waves. Yeah, yeah, for real. For sure. You know, compared but to it's really California. scary and sketchy down there. Yeah. <laughs> super sketchy. Yeah. 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 I was super sketched out at Las Gaviotas a couple weeks ago. Just, <laughs> you know, sipping on a Modelo watching the waves. Banditos coming yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I have a bandito story. <laughs> oh yeah, go for it. That was good. Um, this was like three days ago. Yeah, yeah. like um, pretty much we were just in an area further south, like an hour and a half past Ensenada, and there was just a a guy walking around with a butterfly knife at five a.m. Like basically trying to steal stuff and trying to get us to go to another area with him to go buy some wood from him. Um, and nobody went and then we got warned by like two or three other people after that uh, like that he was stealing stuff like Lo- so local st- ranchers were yeah. coming up because we were in an isolated area and, and these ranchers they were, they were walking to us like miles yeah. just to tell us wow yeah and this 92 year old man in a, in a yellow buggy pulled up and basically said like have you seen this guy he just stole a thousand dollars from me in his passport in his passport yeah, wow his I, didn't, passport. I didn't even hear that oh, that's heavy yeah, yeah. And the, yeah, just some old guy in a buggy, like with a shotgun, ready to be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna kill this guy yeah. if I find him." It, I mean, you just you gotta be you gotta be smart and, and uh, be aware of your surroundings yeah. and have you know a group and yeah. back up and. Well, we had like a, a, we had a group of twelve people, and yeah. every single one of those dudes is like gnarlier than the next. And yeah, we all just like started sharpening like yeah, we had four of, like four shovels blades. and shit. We're just like <laughs> we're actually yeah. up, like we're gonna kill we're this guy. Up. Up. We're, we were about to go surfing when we saw him coming up the second time. Maybe Maybe we're gonna okay, we're so, gonna so rotate we're surf. Okay, you guys, six guys, at least stay behind. <laughs> we did. We did. Yeah, yeah, we did. One, yeah, two, the other yeah. six go surf for a while. Yeah. Okay, then that's pretty sick. Yeah, we're yeah. all in wetsuits with knives, just yeah. waiting for him because we saw him walking up. So we're just all waiting to go <laughs> surf, but waiting for him to pass first. Uh, sounds like a Game of Thrones episode. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, awesome. So, Elliot, you have a trip. Surf trip? Yeah. 
Same thing. I mean, getting into it late kind of limited trips like that, but Baja was for sure the first trip I had. And this past one, I still haven't even like digested it fully, but yeah. that was one of the most fun because we really stored. I mean, it wasn't that big. It was you, maybe like... You guys left, what, Thursday or... Th- uh, yeah. yeah, Thursday to yesterday, yeah. yeah. It was a fairly quick one. But Spent the national holiday down there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cinco de Mayo? It was yeah, yeah, no. Was it raging? Well, uh, not where we were. Just, there was yeah. just nobody, but... Yeah. We ended up. It wasn't really raging at all, actually. Yeah. Well, they we went really celebrate down there. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, but they we probably, did. Yeah, they probably <laughs> <don't remember laughs> celebrated it. Yeah, that yeah, was good. But, but this past trip was for sure, I think, the most fun, just because we had such a solid setup. We yeah. could just kind of surf all day. Yeah. Were you guys camping? Around. Yeah, we were yeah. just camping down there. We had what did we say, like eleven or twelve people or something like that, and everyone brought a couple boards, so people were just swapping around and. It was super fun. Yeah. Yeah. But like Case was saying, we're definitely trying to get more. We're going to Washington in like three weeks, like the northwestern corner of Washington. So we're hoping nice. to get some surf up there. But if you guys know any spots or anything like that, uh, uh, yeah, off, we don't talk off about film. It. Yeah. <laughs> we can put you in touch with some people, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's talk about Seeger. You know, like who, how, when. Yeah. You know, who came up with the first, who, who came yeah. up with the concept? Okay. So to start it, I guess, um, he might know the story better than me, so you can jump in if ever, but I'll just say it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but essentially, um, from what I remember, I was at a uh a game, a volleyball game. We were living down in Mission Beach and then I would come back after games, like home games, and there would just be a party at our house because it was a pretty small house in Mission Beach, you just open your door and play music and it's full in five minutes. Yeah. So we would just do that. And so I would come home and there would just be, oh yeah, (laughs) and I would just come home and then just like throw my stuff down and then just like join the ranks. And he was already drinking, I think. So I started drinking we're talking. I've been thinking that day, figuring out like early college kind of mindset where I was like, what do I want to do with my life? I don't even know. So I went undecided until like as late as I could. I had no idea. And then I think there was a kid on the volleyball team. An alumni who had worked at Hurley or something like that and I was like oh that's kind of sick and I talked to him I was like I think because I had been working at Thaley at the time and I was like I think I want to just work in the action sports world and then he was thinking the same thing and he actually which I don't think I knew at the time had always wanted to start his own brand mm-hmm. especially like a surf brand and for me I was like I didn't really know I didn't have like that clear thing when I was a kid like I'm going to start a surf brand Yeah. it kind of just formed and then we were talking about like oh let's work for this one let's work for that one let's work for this one and then we were kind of decided, like, okay, I wish that one was a little more like that one. I wish that one was a little more like that one. Yeah, we would and always then, just talk about like the state of the industry, like what yeah. was selling best and what was what was interesting to us and stuff. Like this was just kind of side talks that we always yeah. have, um, you know, like like oh, where's the surf industry going? And it was just kind of interesting to us as a late night, like having a beer and talking. Yeah. And um, I think this one particular night we were just like drinking. And sorry to steal the story from no, you. No, that's uh, what I was hoping. Um, we were, yeah, we were just drinking and uh, we're like, I think everyone had left and we were just watching like a Clint Eastwood movie. And we're like, dude, like, I freaking love Clint Eastwood. I love like the Western stuff. Like, we always would go on camping trips. We'd always be doing like outdoor stuff. And like, we wish there was a brand that just like en- encompassed all of the like outdoor plus surf because our roots are in surf. And we also have roots in the outdoor like let's just make a brand that would be a good fit for us and our lifestyle and um we just like we're joking about it talking about like we'd make this kind of jacket we'd switch up this and we'd do that and like uh, like, we'd market it this way and um 
I remember going to school the next day pretty foggy, just like, uh, like this sucks. And our drive from Mission Beach to school was like 30 minutes. And I was just like, I wonder if Elliot remembers any of that because I was sick. <laughs> and then drove back home and I don't think he had class that day. And when I got back, he had like a whiteboard filled out with like all these different like names and ideas and stuff. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, this is sick. <laughs> like, we, we, like you're, you were serious about it. Yeah. So we just like took off from there. Yeah. Just like, like little micro steps every day. We just kind of yeah. have a little notebook and then figure so out he, like. So Seeger. At the time, it wasn't even Seeger's called like Seeger. a year later. It was just yeah. a concept okay. of mm-hmm. your, your yeah. lifestyle blend of, you know, the Western vibe. Yeah. And it was you really know, just sir. figuring out like his dad is an entrepreneur. So there's a lot of good insight from that because we what, really what had no. What did Judah do? Um, he's done everything, but he originally had started a pharmaceutical company and then like sold that and then started. Uh, he did do a surf brand at one point, but it was terrible. No offense, Dad. <laughs> um, what was it? <laughs> um, I think it was called Volition. Volition, <laughs> Volition, so yeah. hard. He had he made, he made one jacket that was like furry on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. <laughs> What's that? Was it Sherpa? It was uh, it was like this synthetic fur wool that I don't even know what it was. Crazy, but it, it was volition. actually volition. All right. Yeah, but it didn't go anywhere. And he's funny because he knows a lot about the surf industry too. But he's older, so. Use <laughs> your words wisely. Love you, Dad. Wise. He's older and wise. Yeah, he's older and wise. And yeah. He definitely gives us good direction. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, without his, you know, experience, knowledge, and entrepreneurship you guys yeah. probably he definitely helped you know. us with that yeah plus he has a law degree so he's got like insight into law stuff and he, he's he's an amazing dude yeah. for sure and he's helped us a lot yeah it's yeah. cool yeah it's good to have in your back pocket it's expensive. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah hey, so let me write nice. this up so you you came home you had the yeah. whiteboard you had all these bullet points up there and you're mm-hmm. just like dude we've got i mean a really sick idea idea yeah. Yeah. we had an idea and we had like between the two, that's kind of how we realized, like, let's take that step because we realized the resources we had between him, like, growing up in La Jolla and all his friends. And because it really is just like being in the right spot with the right people and then in the right shops mm-hmm. to bring on back to surf shops. So we realized, like, okay, I know this shop and this shop, I can get us in there. He had the same thing. It was like, okay, we can actually start something, let's do it. <clears throat> so then it was just putting all the notes together, talking to someone like his dad and mentorship to us has been everything. Yeah. Just hearing from older yeah. people and, or people who've oh, done better course. things than us, really. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's been pretty insane because like you said earlier, it's like my dream has been to be in the surfer industry no matter what and like eventually start a brand but that was gonna, I thought I was going to be like 40 when that happened, you know, like yeah. after yeah. I have all this in, uh, info from being a rep or being yeah. however, like I, I was just always trying to pick people's brains in the surf industry and then to just like be like, oh, I'm in college. Like we just started something this is actually like everyone starts a brand so you yeah. don't know what's going to happen you're yeah. probably probably going to fail but at least you're trying and uh, four years later it's still there and I'm so psyched on it it's yeah super sick so how long you guys been working going on four years four years wow yeah. Yeah. A year, about a year <coughs> and two months like actually in a warehouse like working for it yeah, yeah. yeah. so when did after the whiteboard uh, uh, from day, there yeah when did the name Seeger that was about. a while after because we were we again we're figuring out like okay we need to get a trademark figured that out and then we we're looking at I think it's was it called Tess or something like that there's that online portal we can kind of see what's what's available and what's there. not yeah because <clears throat> obviously you want to be able to trademark your name yeah um, so that and the, like you were saying everyone and their mother starts a clothing company mm-hmm. which was at first 
a little embarrassing, like telling people like, oh yeah, we're starting a brand. It's like yeah, it's embarrassing sick. for sure. You know, especially at yeah. our school, people are like, oh, I'm working for NASA now. We're like, oh, we started a surf brand. <laughs> That's gonna be sick. Yeah. Um, but especially at your school. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but playing sports, being looked down yeah, already. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for real. <laughs> Definitely the outcast. Yeah. <laughs> but. But it, that's the best part about sorry. Yeah, let's go again. That's the best part about starting a brand in college is you already have an immediate people that are just down to buy your stuff. Yeah. So we started with like what hundred shirts and it was like those like sold out because everyone and like yeah, the, that was, before which, that, that was like though, the best decision yeah. they ever made. Before was it that, called Seeger right uh, after uh, that? I'll go from my point of view too because okay. I was at Fullerton separate. Yeah. Um, so when pretty when, much hold on. So yeah. Did yeah. Elliot call you and said, that's "Hey, exactly we're happened. starting this yeah. brand. Yeah. I'm shipping you yeah. fifty shirts. You better sell them." It was pretty much like, hey, Matt and I were talking about starting this brand. And I think before anything even happened, I was like, yeah, man. I was like, yeah, that sounds perfect. Like, I was the type of kid who was like, in that time in my life, I was like thrifting. So I, I didn't want to wear like any brands because I didn't feel like anything like represented like who I was. Yeah. So I was just going to like Goodwill and thrift stores and just like buying like raggedy old shirts. Yeah. And that's just like cool kind of what kids I... kids do that. That's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this is back like seven, eight years ago too, when I was doing that. So I just, yeah, I just didn't really like putting on a brand and like representing myself through that brand. Yeah. And we kind of had it coming because we knew each other, obviously, Elliot and I, and then I met Matza and we were friends. And we, that's just kind of the lifestyle that we lived is like what Seeger is today. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it mashed up all of our stuff. Okay, so you made t-shirts without the name Seeger? The first, so we had, <clears throat> there was a lot of, like before even we had Case, it was like six months of like the calling someone like his dad, figuring out what we needed to do and line up, like, okay, we got to do this, we got to go to this office, sign this thing, do this, this, and this, and figuring out like how to even start it. The back end Because kinda, the back end stuff, because yeah. we were trying to figure out, and that's what's helped us this whole time is we're very slow almost, in that we are very careful with moves we had because yeah. again we started in college with like a hundred bucks yeah. so it was like slow every steady, penny slow yeah. and steady wins the race yeah yeah, yeah. Been super organic. it's yeah. like yeah. that old saying measure twice cut once yes right? yeah. exactly so to answer your question though, i think yeah. you're asking like where seager came from and how it eventually was on a shirt yeah because we but i i want to hear yeah like the, the before yeah. stuff yeah that, we, Right, you know, evolved into a scene. Yeah, because exactly. you, you don't want to come up with and spend all that time come up with a killer name and yeah. then go like do the back end and yeah, be like, oh, it's already taken. Yeah, and then you're like, exactly you're, you're, then you're yeah. you're screwed. You're back yeah, down to yeah. square one. So we went through we, thousands we, of names. We, we pretty much started. met at a coffee shop like once a month and for like yeah. eight months or a year, yeah. just like talking about what we wanted to do and like how we wanted to look. What's crazy, right, is like you guys are young entrepreneurs and you know you, you got set on an idea and you're like dude we're gonna make this happen yeah mm-hmm. and that's you know it's it's been the best learning experience yeah. for sure of my entire life just because you have to do things yourself the entrepreneurial thing for sure is a bug that you just kind of like the surfing thing yeah it's like once you do it it's hard to it'd be hard to just get a job yeah obviously you gotta do what you gotta do but it would be hard it, you think in a different yeah. mindset and it just kind of carries and, over you know it's funny because you know we're we I consider ourselves pretty successful dudes you know we're super successful, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. but you know it's an honor one thing that you guys have is a, a college degree education we didn't have that right. we just we just got lucky and we worked really hard yeah. to get to yeah. where you know where we're at today. 
but you know, it, it. it all that's comes it. from different areas, right? Yeah. And uh. that's really cool to hear. You know, three young dudes came together and and. Well, sorry, keep, keep going we with that. We pretty story. much threw away our degree by doing this. Like, it's just <laughs> yeah, like, right? Everyone's yeah. like, what are you doing? Yeah. We're like, what's our brand? Yeah, but... Um, but you know what? A lot of the things that you peripherally learned, yeah. right? Totally apply. You're, gonna, you're, yeah, gonna you're app- applying it. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. all app- applicable now. Right? Yeah. yeah. So um, that, which was another cool part about starting in college, I think for all of us, was we were all super young, and I, I studied business, they were minoring in business, so everything that we were learning in college was like directly applicable yeah. to what we were doing. Yeah, we could use so it cool. in our classes for a presentation. Yeah, so yeah. It was like, oh, so like, and you yeah, would do it to everybody. Do a young startup business, and we're like, yeah. well, I have one, so I'm gonna yeah. just do my own. And then everyone in that class is like, oh, you have a business? Let me buy a shirt. And you're like, yeah, yeah, it, it <laughs> yeah. Um, so sick. But we started with a name, like you were saying earlier. Like you start with a name, and then you find out later that it's not. It's already taken. Yeah. We had started with this. Uh, named Calico, which, uh, I mean, Calico Bass is a thing that I always die for, and, you know, and then there's the Calico it's cool name, print. It's, yeah, yeah it's it was like, the ghost town. It was the first ghost town I ever yeah. went to. It was, like, it was all-encompassing. It, like, yeah. fit our brand really well, and then we looked on the trademark website, and there was, like, six or seven, like, already taken for bags, shirts, hats. Yeah. And then yeah. And someone thought it was, like, Calico, and we're like, oh. Yeah, we don't want to. Yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm <laughs> it's so Calico. Yeah. Yeah. I did a bead and fit it's that. cheesy. Yeah, it did. Yeah, and then the name Seeger came we, about. Yeah. But we had a lot of different names. Yeah. So like, how, we how would, did Seeger come about? So we would, we would all just come up with names, like you were saying, like meetings, like and just throw text, things Facebook, out. Facebook, yeah. posts. Like, when we were in Prague, we would just take buses on trips. Like, wait, oh, wait Prague? Yeah, we started that abroad our, there. That was our trip. Oh, okay. For, yeah, it was like four around. months. And each bus ride or flight mm-hmm. or whatever, bus rides mainly were like five, six hours for sure, because it's out east. And if you want to go anywhere... You know, normal out in the west side of Europe, it's it's a solid bus ride. So that it was time we were just sitting, drinking beers, and like coming up with names and writing yeah. things down. And they would hit him and another partner we had at the time would do the same. And uh, and then we would kind of just bounce back and forth. And I believe, and again, jump in because we were roommates there. But I w- we were on the phone or something like that, or maybe texting with Case. I remember. And I was listening to Pete Seeger at the time, the old folk singer. Okay. You know, have you heard of him? No. It's like a Woody Guthrie type of guy. Okay. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? And awesome. uh, it's pretty cool. Rest in peace. Yeah. And, uh, but listening to him, and then we realized, like, okay, every name's been taken. We'll We're have, have to, to see it. remind yeah. me, we'll have to Google him or YouTube him yeah. and, and play yeah. a clip before yeah. this <laughs> whole episode. Yeah. Here is yeah. Peter Seeger. Pete Seeger. Pete Seeger. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he's a pretty iconic guy, I would say, I guess, the East Coast guy. Yeah. But we were listening to him, and... Uh, Did your mom listen to him from Brooklyn? No. <laughs> she, uh, she's all 80s, like 80s pop, and I never I never liked it. But uh, um, we so, realized, like, we needed to combine words. We're like, let's just make a word up, honestly. Well, just, so Pete Seeger is S-E-E-G-E-R. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's spelled differently, but that's the name itself. S-E-E. Two E's, yeah. And then we realized, like, we need to combine a word. Someone said... We are throwing out words that we could, like, kind of morph. Yeah. And then... Someone said cigar, and then it turned to cigar, and then we're like, that just sounds so like piratey almost, and then it turned into Seeger, and then that it wasn't like an immediate like, that's it, we're done. It was almost like a it had to grow on you. It had to grow for like a week or so, but then it was like that's perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. We kind of realized like one, it's six letters, so it's easy to split it up and do cool things with it. You got C and and two, it's half C, which was the inspiration. We all grew up working at surf shops. And then also at Gur, which our whole company is based off of like grit and ruggedness. Yeah. 
So it kind of like blended perfectly where we didn't even realize that at first. It took us like six months to be like, oh, see? Gur. Yeah. Like that's the perfect blend. I thought, I thought you got the name from Bob Seeger. <laughs> that's a, we that's another one too. Yeah, Bob Seeger. Yeah. He's some yeah. Americana's just yeah. 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 It worked out. Honestly, yeah. all those names and then Corey Seeger, the baseball Corey player. was like up and coming. Yeah, we're like, everything's yeah. working. This is sick. Yeah. And the name was available. Name was available. That is unbelievable. Yeah, it really worked out. We're like, oh, sick. I can't believe there isn't, you know, a clothing company called Seeker. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. it's pretty wild. That's that's amazing. Yeah, that's a that's a great stroke of of luck, right? Yeah, we've had a lot of strokes of luck. My opinion, it was yeah, it was super lucky. Like, we almost called. We're all like six three and above, so we almost called the brand Tall. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's so limited too. It's like I don't. Identify as tall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So off, but we only make uh, six two. Case is six two. Oh, six Elliot three. is six two, six three, whatever. Depends. Yeah. I'm like six four, six five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lennon, what are you? <laughs> That's not cool. Six five. <laughs> You're in my house. <laughs> no, that's yeah. that's awesome. So, boom, Seeger. Yeah. It's inked. You get the trademark. Yeah. They did a straight doodling, right? Trying to trying to figure out like yeah. logos, yeah, ways yeah. to spell it different. We had, we had a, stuff out. we had, it might have still been we had Calico, but one of the kids that still searched for us was like a sophomore in college at the time, and he was like local longboard guy. I mean, in like the Winnipeg area, there's definitely not too many longboarders, and he knew like the two that there were, like our age, like growing up longboarders. It was pretty much performance down there on those reef breaks, but uh, this kid Matt was like full. Styled out like cool style, like could draw good with like could play any instrument, shredded, and was like, let's get this kid on our team, even though we didn't really have like a you know yeah, team. Yeah. And uh, and then he would draw a lot of stuff at first, so it was kind of sick in house kind of thing. Yeah, so you really know how that worked, which is what eventually brought us to getting. We had another partner at the time, and he was a graphic designer. So then it kind of morphed yeah. into that. We also knew a printer in Costa Mesa. Yeah, so. We were big on like, oh, let's take a video of him printing the t-shirts for our yeah. first batch. So like, yeah. that's how we released the first yeah. three t-shirts that we made, which was like 40 units of each t-shirt. Yeah, as low as you can yeah. get for sure. And just like <laughs> video and like took so much time yeah. on these three t-shirts and then sold Reprint, them. Reprint, I gotta get a different yeah. angle. <laughs> we can't afford yeah. that. <laughs> Pretty much sold them to our friends like in yeah. like a yeah. week. Yeah. And we're like, okay, so we each put in 250 bucks. And made those shirts, sold them. They're like, okay, let's double that. Yeah. And we literally Just have gone like that ever since. Yeah. Were you pretty amazed on the support you had at early, early I, stages? I, definitely. And like they were saying, I was like, embarrassed. You're embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of. I was like, I mean, I grew up. Are in, you buying this because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you didn't know their intentions? Uh, if they're really into it, or I just, yeah, I just feel like a lot of people in La Jolla specifically are really judgmental on like what you're doing, like what you're outputting. And um, I mean, they're all my friends, but like they're also just like you're starting a brand. What the hell? Like yeah, okay, yeah. And then there's definitely some some real supportive people, but a lot of people. Even to this day, they're just like, yeah, cool, man, nice. So nice. was yeah. the whole volleyball yeah. team going out to games with, like, their gear? We, I mean, we had, between, like, his fraternity, his friends, like, he was in a yeah, friend, we had, his Yeah, we had friends. three different friend groups, essentially, yeah. that was able to support yeah. it. I personally think, like, when we had our brand launch at yeah. Dahlia Surf Shop, like, I was just, like, amazed at how many people were like, this is awesome. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Really? Like, you actually like it? Yeah. And people say that to this day, and it's hard to believe them. Yeah. Like, it's like, ah, I don't know if you actually like it if you're just my good friend. <laughs> it's funny. I, I got to contact with Seeger through um, Mike McFadden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, I, I used to rent a, uh, a room in his building, and uh, he's like, yeah, you should check out uh, this kid's brand. It's called Seeger. And, you know, I'm, I'm busy doing a bunch of different things, and sure. I'm like, finally, I look at him like, hmm, this stuff's pretty rad. What a, <laughs> you know, bitchin' name. Yeah. Like, the, the, the whole, you know, Western Americana vibe. That, that stuff's sick, you yeah. know? And um, that's why I reached out to you to, to kind of yeah. get to know more about it and, you know... Yeah. When I when I heard the story, that's why I'm like, man, we gotta you know do a podcast, you know, yeah. with you guys because it's killer, you know. Maybe someday you guys are gonna have a a global brand. Yeah. So going back to it, mm-hmm. what really impressed me is obviously the name and and your marketing, right? Yeah. And uh, when we when we met that first uh, that first time at at Samazon, uh, you know, I was looking at. The, the Coors Light, you know, some of the stuff on Instagram, or not Coors Light, Coors Banquet. Banquet yeah. yeah. And I'm like, so what, you know, then you told me, yeah. what, what ha- like, tell us about that. That's a cool little story. Yeah. Um, you love their beer? Yeah. It was as easy as that, really. <laughs> we, we, love, we love Coors Banquet. We love Coors <laughs> Banquet. Yeah. It was pretty, it is. Like, <laughs> everything you're seeing is authentic. Yeah. So it's not, we're not like doing stuff to promote other brands. It's pretty much like we would just, our first trip was to Mammoth because we, we just thought like that was the best place to show our brand. We shot like some surf for our launch video then we just went to Mammoth with no plans. Just like, okay, let's go here and film this. And we're just doing like stuff that we thought was fun. And the only beer that we were drinking was Coors Banquet. And that's kind of been our thing ever since is like, it just represents our brand pretty well when we drink it mm-hmm. and we drink beer a lot. Well, they embrace yeah. outdoors, like, yeah. you know, yeah. as, a, as a brand yeah. and marketing as well. It's mm-hmm. a cowboy brand. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a cowboy a, brand. Um, yeah. So, who who got in touch with... They reached out to us. Yeah, that's yeah. so mind-blowing. Through Instagram? So, yeah. we, we uh, had... And through friends. Friends. Yeah, through friends. I mean, we had a... We have a lot of friends who shoot at Chris Bertard's studio. Oh, yeah. We're actually just down in Baja with all of them because they're our age, like, same interest. We kind of just, like, morphed into, like, a friend group. They just happen to all live in Slow, and we live down here, so we just tag team when we can. But they all have been super supportive of our brand, and, and because they live it themselves, they, they're a part of it, you know? So they'll, they'll shoot on their own, or they'll shoot with us, or whatever it is. Um, and they go on shoots. He had a shoot with Coors Light. Right, I believe, mm-hmm. and then so they had kind of been exposed to it and seen it, and I think because um, David, it, some of the guys were wearing yeah, they were at the Coors Light exactly. Yeah. Okay. They so, wear it on all the shoots, yeah. which is awesome. And again, with the luck thing, it's like it, little things in the right spot like can really do a lot of good, especially with this course thing. Yeah. Like that just opened up. I mean, they had seen us before, and they had I think liked photos or DM'd us before, so we knew they had seen our brand. I think they were just trying to break into the college scene. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like we were, parties. we were yeah. Budweiser reps in college, so we kn- we knew like exactly what Wait, their mindset was. You guys are Budweiser reps. Yeah, yeah. That's sick. And we what do you mean? They gave us like a credit card with like a thousand dollars preloaded on it, and we would just go to bars. It was like two five nights a week. Budweiser, or something like that. yeah, Budweiser. for people. And they would just what? Sick. Yeah, it was the easiest job of all time. Like, so you want to sample sick. Budweiser? Like hell yeah! And it was what? Like, there you go. And then yeah. we were just like homies walking around like yeah. You know, like, guys were ballers. Yeah, yeah. That was sick. We had a group text. Where in the hell? So Wait, how did that happen? That's it. I'm quitting. Yeah. My job. <laughs> it was so sick. I um, think you might have found out about that. I, I was working for Red Bull at the time, and uh, I basically was like. So you guys are. are 
networkers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But for fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Red Bull was sick. I love Red Bull, but I, I had found out that there was the same thing for Red Bull, but for Budweiser. And I was like, oh my God. So I looked up online, I found it and I applied and I was like, oh, you should apply too. They only took one guy and one girl. And my resume was already in the beverage industry with Red Bull, so they were psyched on me. Yeah. They're like, oh, we want you. Like, let's do it. And I, I was like, you know what? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm not taking this job unless you hire my buddy Elliot instead yeah. of a girl. And they were like, okay, we'll get back to you. And then they yeah. called us, and they're like, all right, we'll take you both. Yeah. And we're like, wow. Yeah, yeah let's We had so yeah. separate interviews in the same Because room. of your Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. Red Bull yeah, and my connections, sort of just like being, yeah. It's just, it was just like, okay, I can, I can take Budweiser and make it big in our area. But I need no, help make sure you look that up. Yes. We love beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Awesome. Budweiser, Coors, like, you name yeah. it. Yeah. We don't <laughs> discriminate. Yeah. yeah, so we kind of knew going into the, what, what Coors wanted um, out of us. And um, because of our pre- previous stuff with Budweiser and then also, like, with the photos and everything, like the deliverables that they wanted. And um, they saw our stuff on Instagram. They saw that we loved Coors, and they were just like, "Let's let's make this like official and and uh, kind of sponsor you guys for for your trips that that's you do." Amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. That's really cool. Yeah. That's, that's a awesome. great little connection right yeah. there. Yeah. Super sick. So it's we're part sure. of the luck thing again. I would say. You know, if they need a podcast, you know, yeah. 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 we know a couple just of dudes. <laughs> 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 that'd be a hilarious podcast. It's funny, but our the guy that we interviewed yesterday, Chad Wells from from Quicksilver. He was drinking Coors Banquet yesterday. He was. Oh, he was. Yeah. Just brought a pack himself. Just yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Take the Actually, edge off. I think the VP of Coors is it Mike Coors or what's his name? Are you talking about David Coors? David Coors. He surfs, so maybe yeah. yeah. He used to own that wave pool in Austin. Dude, yeah, yeah, I surfed with him uh, yeah. last year oh, uh, after Austin wave pool. That's awesome. Yeah. You should get him on the. Did show. you get his number? Yeah. Let's yeah. get him on the podcast, bro. You reach out to him. Is he shred? What's that? Is he shred? Yeah, I mean he was a. Cruising on a longboard. He was catching yeah. waves, though. Yeah. But, um, nice. yeah. Was, However you can get the glide, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we did a Ruka event there, and, and he was there with, like, some family and stuff because that's, that's their, yeah. their spot. That's nice. awesome. Yeah. And what was crazy is that part of the state is, like, owned by Budweiser. It's, like, yeah, Budweiser sure. land. Yeah. So he bought this wave. I don't know if this is all correct. You'd have to do your, you know, due yeah. diligence and check. But he bought the, you know, he loves surfing, and he yeah. bought that land, and because he owned that, he was able to build like a like a little mini brewery. Oh, like really? Like a consumer. Awesome. Yeah, oh, on the wow. yeah. That's a bold move. Yeah. I yeah. like that. That's a middle yeah. finger to yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we should So it, it, wasn't, it wasn't for distribution. Yeah. No, it was just for it. on yeah. property. Gotcha. You know? but Slater. Yeah, I think he bought Slater's it. Slater's yeah. company bought, bought it. it. Yeah. Or WSLers. Yeah. But it's not you having in. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. But super cool family. They were super, like, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. a lot of course. So, and then another cool thing that uh, I saw you guys do is you you did a collaboration with Stetson. Yeah, still going, still going, yeah. and we're amped on it. Just that just a released dream. a new hat, hat with no name, last week. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, yeah, that's been a dream. And so, how did that come about? I mean, do you want to jump in there? I heard you breathing. No, I don't. Right. I, I can, but I think it was mostly you. I did it, it. it was a ra- I mean, we had, it would, it was a dream for sure to do that, but it seemed very far fetched. How would you even reach out? Stetson. Yes. Stetson. Invented the cowboy hat. Legendary hat. Invented the cowboy hat. Yeah. And how many years have they been around? 1865. Yeah. Yeah. Like Levi's. Like, yeah, they're legit. They're great American. Yeah. They're real. Heritage brands in the country, for sure. 
and a four-year-old yeah. brand called <laughs> yeah. Seeger. How hilarious is that? It's a trip. It Times was a trippy experience Stetson. all the way yeah. through. Even now, I mean, it was... They're very, I mean, I don't know if you guys follow them on Instagram or anything like that, but they're very up with the times, I would say. They're, they're, a lot of heritage brands like that. They got to stay relevant. They, they got to stay relevant, yeah, yeah. and they know, because hats in particular go up and down, is what we found from oh, yeah. from talking with them. It's like, hats are either in, I know Brixton, when they were crushing it, like they had hats, ever brimmed hats, but those come and go, and that is what they make. They do some snapbacks and stuff, but like, cowboy hats are kind of their bread and butter. Yeah. Um. But they, like you're saying, they want to stay relevant and, and work with brands, and they're open to things like that. Uh, but they do, like, Dallas Cowboys, Filson, like, like brands who have yeah, been around tier, for yeah. a long Top tier. Yeah. But I was working at Tank Farm at the time in Huntington. Or, yeah, in Huntington. Yeah. And they're... I think he was there when we stopped by one time. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's cool that you've made your way through a I've couple I've been different... in, like, five shops, yeah, yeah. Maybe four. But either way... So you're the brains behind the... <laughs> I'm the poor kid animal but uh, 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 the head of marketing had come in or I think it was head of marketing or something like that and she was like oh I was just in the area the shop's sick We'd, it'd be interesting to like put some hats in here or something like that and I was talking I was like you know what Like I've been I got first Stetson from my grandpa Like I've been a huge fan like it's just awesome <laughs> me too stoked you know like definitely not fanboying but I was just like wow what a random experience in Huntington yeah. I would have never guessed you'd be cool. here because I always thought of it as like Texas only kind of thing like that's where they all are but uh, talking with her kind of started telling about the brand I was, it kind of just came up and we're talking about it she gave me her card I emailed her and kind of just been like small talking and then she I was cute. like we have a shot right now was she <laughs> cute? no she was older and had a girlfriend at the time <laughs> shout out Geneva <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, almost got him in trouble almost yeah. <laughs> <laughs> almost <laughs> But I emailed her, we were emailing back and forth, and she, I was like, we have a chance right now, we have a contact, which is really all you yeah. need, like a foot in the door. And uh, she was stoked on the brand and everything, we're like, oh, this could happen. But she, either way, she goes, oh, I you mean, know what, I'm leaving the company. That's so gnarly though, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's so funny, because uh, you said business card, right? Like, yeah. And, and with a friend of mine that we interviewed, uh, Dave Bach, yeah. Earth, Earth Pack, um, he does merchandise bags you know packaging stuff he's the one that taught me how important a business is, card is for sure right? so that funny little piece of cardboard or yeah. paper changed totally awesome yeah. to that you like yeah. give them your phone like type a number in or something but that's kind of a weird move on like, yeah. the first meet yeah but yeah definitely I mean I kept that so she said she was going to leave the company yeah she goes oh I'm actually like this is my last week and I was like ah Oh, I was so bummed. Bring you up, and then here's my predecessor. Yeah, and she goes, "Here's two other contacts. Like, I really want this to work." And I was like, "Yeah, that's sick." And so we started talking with her, and then it kind of just blossomed into we were going down to Baja weeks later last year for we did a video called "Lucky to Be Here," and um, for us that was like our biggest shoot. That was our first like big budget trip. Um, air quotes tiny budget where, and, uh, yeah. where did you we had just we did a little route we did like we stopped in northern Baja and then we the furthest south I believe we went was Punta Cabras right I don't think we went furthest maybe a little bit further yeah did, a little bit yeah. further then went horseback did you uh, and, organize this trip for Stetson or was you no, were it was for us out. but we had worked with we I mean you could jump in here but I know that um for us, like these sorts of trips, like big budget was enough to bring everyone we needed and the right equipment down. It wasn't like everyone's falling so, out or anything yeah, like that. How, how did you come up with your budget? To well, we had like four or five sponsors, if I'm not mistaken, and some of them like Rife just sent us like 
guns, and then we hit, like, we know him too, so it was like, here's some suits. It wasn't like money for everybody, like an auto insurance company down there, and we kind of just, anything we could at the time. I think yeah. June Shine, when they were starting up, we were friends yeah. with them, so it was like, cool. they were yeah. like, oh, we'll just come with you, and we're like, yeah, Force is sick, we'll just come with us, and so it was a lot of that sort of thing. Um, was this for like a, a launch of a season? Just or just a, a st- the, it was just no, it was that. actually just for a video that we were doing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like a full so project. a lot of stuff that we do, like everyone that was involved in that video, the director, the photographers, all the surfers, they all just came to support and like be involved. Yeah. So no one really has like got paid for that at all. Yeah. It was like, okay, yeah, this is going to be sweet. We're all passionate about this and let's go do it. Yeah. So we got That's enough sick. money to basically just pay for everyone to go to Mexico. Like food, gas, and travel. Yeah. That's it. And alcohol. So, so <laughs> we brought that. So we reached out and we told them about the trip. We're like, hey, here's a little pitch deck. Like this is what we're thinking. And they 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 really do all their own marketing like in house. They don't they're not balling out or anything like that. So we just we're like, hey, set, like give us some hats. We'd love to get some cowboy hats, and we'll just bring them to Mexico. We'll shoot them. We'll send them over to you. And uh, so they did. We got I don't even know five or six hats yeah. or something like that. And we were amped on. It. We're like, yeah, we should yeah, have freeze tests and sick. Yeah. And uh, so we shot them down there, and everyone kind of loved them. We're throwing them around and between everybody, and uh, and they loved what they saw, and it kind of just blossomed from there. Where they kind of liked it, and wanted to be a part of it. We kept talking with them, and we kept putting teasers out, like we'd love to make our own hat. That'd be sick, because we knew they did that. And then they were actually pretty down, and we kind of just formed it up, and then talked all the way up to their or their president, which it turns out was a Chinese family who bought it in the '80s. Um, and the president now is Chow Lee Tan. I think I pronounced that right. Um, and she's young too, actually. She's like, I want to say late twenties or something like that, but wow. just full billionaire family. And they bought it when they were struggling because the hat thing in the eighties, people weren't wearing hats as much. Yeah. So they were kind of tanking a little bit and they jumped in and been running ever since. Doing a great job. Yeah. They're doing a great job. Cause yeah. she came from like a film marketing background. So she would realize like, we yeah. gotta stay relevant. We gotta do that. And so that worked. they liked what they, they saw loved, yeah. from that they, trip. They essentially proved our worth yeah. in content. It's like proof of yeah. concept. Like, wow, we, we could make these hats for you. You guys could design them, and then we will just shoot them all and get all the yeah. content for them and build like a campaign yeah. off of it. And it was just full licensing back and forth, figuring out, like, okay, what works. Because they're such a prestigious brand, it's very important their yeah, name how many, on. How many people do you think they've worked with? Uh, very, they just started very doing few. Yeah, they haven't yeah. done that many collaborations, yeah. so it's been like the, it shows us the most recent sick. one other than yeah. us was the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. 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 But but the, the hardest thing as a young brand is is finding you know manufacturing and, and production. Yeah. Totally. And, yeah. and yeah. you're going with one of the the, the best you know hardware yeah. company out there. Yeah. yeah. So you're like one yeah. we get to collab with a really cool heritage brand that's been yeah. around forever but they're also making the best product yeah, so yeah. and it, we've learned a lot it was about a, that too the weird thing about all of this is we were trying to push ourselves as a western brand before having cowboy hats and this like not only did we we made cowboy hats but we made them with stetson and that made us so valid in the western world immediately it's just like yeah. oh you guys actually are western like you yeah. guys aren't just surfers from california like you can make a cowboy hat and not just with anyone, but with Stetson. So <laughs> yeah. you guys are a Western brand for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that, that was that was huge for us. Yeah. It's been yeah. awesome. It opened us up to definitely like a massive audience. That's pretty hard to... That, does that, again, Did they the sell thing. them too? No. So the just deal was, yeah, it was just us. And we could... Limited fit, production. Yeah. Whatever we wanted, really, oh, in cool. units. And then... How many um, did you make? 
We started with, a, I want to say, like 100 to 150 or something like that, between two, like technically three styles. Like two styles and two colors at once, so three SKUs. And, and they went fast. They and went, they went super, we were shocked. Did you sell them online? Or? Mainly online was okay. the majority yeah. of it. And then Hobie Search sold shops. a bunch of them. Um, we just got Man Ready down in Texas. Um, and then there's another random shop called Stripe up in Santa Cruz. Mm. Kind of, I would say a newer shop. And seed people. And seed people right next to Very us. Cool. So it was pretty like select in that. And and for us, we were stoked because the whole goal was to kind of bridge the gap between someone who grows up in a rural part of the country, wherever that is, mm-hmm. grows up wanting to be a rancher, farmer, cowboy, whatever it is, or even mountain climber, anything like that, just someone who likes the outdoors and someone who grows up here and the different cultures you're attached to and making it to where you can go to each part and not stick out like a sore thumb or not have... Because the whole thing is we're not coming into it like we're experts at everything. The whole story we're trying to tell is like you could start from any point and just get into it as long as it comes yeah, from like respect and inspiration yeah. and things like that. Yeah, you could start in, in, yeah. uh, in college. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. You could start surfing in college. Yeah. yeah, you don't need to start with yeah. a drum at exactly. three. Yeah. yeah. You got the, Three and twenty. Yeah. Right. yeah. One of the girls that we uh, interviewed from Hobie, you know, she came from the East Coast and New Tracy, York, uh, Upper Upper State, New York, Rochester, oh, yeah. or something like that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But um, yeah, Tracy came out to California and you know sat on the beach and watched people surf, and then she had a kid, and after she had the kid. She started surfing. So wow, that's awesome. It's never too late. Twenty-eight yeah. or something. Yeah. Just don't surf in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's aggressive out there. Yeah. No, I'm not. I can't wait to see you out there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm one of the mellowest cats out there. I, yeah. I try to paddle away from the crowd. Yeah, so. that's how we are. Yeah, yeah. But when when we have to, we have to get aggressive. Yeah. Sure, you know how it is. It's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> Off my way, Coop. <laughs> so, what's uh, so right now? Seeger, tell us like what product categories you have. We have outerwear. We've jumped into which to us was like for a Western brand, especially jackets was and flannels is like bread and butter and a must and something we're interested in because you can really because like you were saying, it was hard at first to try and be like a Western surf brand and only be able to do like tea graphics and have it not be cheesy because the whole thing was we don't want it to be cheesy we're not trying to fake it yeah. we're trying to be as authentic as you can make so stuff that you'd want to wear you'd want to yeah. wear exactly and it was tricky to really emphasize that and which is why we had such a strength in marketing because that was an easier way to tell the story yeah. through visuals and things like that or lifestyle versus just a product that they'll see which is again why online was so big for us because you can really show that message in retail it's you know, as a small brand, it's really hard. Yeah. More one-dimensional. It's super right. one-dimensional. And, and you don't have the... And you, you don't can't have tell the store how to... 100%. You, know, you don't have real estate. How to buy. Yeah, you're you just know. like in a corner. I mean, luckily, like I had worked at a bunch of these shops, so that has a bit of an advantage of like, okay, you'll get this spot. And the people who work there know about the brand, so yeah. that helps. But like, online's always been our thing. But going into outerwear and trunks was definitely like our first two... But it took us forever to want to like bite that bullet and be like, yeah. okay, let's commit to cut and sew yeah. with none of us having any cut and sew experience. Yeah. Like going like, I like this. Does yeah. this work? You know, and figuring it out one at a time. But it's just gotten better and we've gotten, I mean, it doesn't take too long to kind yeah. of start to figure it all out and, and kind of get more creative with it. Yeah. And you guys are in how many shops so far? Like 18 or yeah, 20. About 18. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Let's mention them. Let's yeah. give them a shout out. So we cool. got... Um, Thalia, we got Mitch's down in La Jolla, um, Hobie, Hobie's, 
I think we're in three of their locations, but we got out of the Laguna one because if they only want to keep it mm-hmm. as spread Soon as we can. Works. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially with, we focus on specialty shops, so yeah. Yeah. it's definitely seed people. seed people is another one. We got um, a few out in Japan. Uh, we Stripe, got Calif- up yeah, in Santa Cruz. Stripe in Santa Cruz. Man Ready. Man Ready in Texas. Um, and then right now we're talking with a few up in Slow. But we were in Esteem, which is a sick surf shop up there in Pismo. Yep. yep. Um, but we're working Rob, on... Is it? Robbie? Robbie. Yeah, Robbie. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. And then a few out in Japan. California General Store was a sick one we wanted to get into. And then uh, Brian and there's another one called TCG. It's a Patagonia partnership store. They have two out there. Mm. Uh, and then... There's, that's it. Am I, there's, uh, I don't know if you're forgetting any, but I hope not. And I hope they're not listening. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, well, yeah, we, we like to focus. I think we were telling you earlier that we like to focus on having our core specialty retailers that we can focus. As to, there's no real s- sales rep for us yet. And so we're kind of just um, doing it ourselves. And because of that, we want to focus on those people and create a re- really good relationship with them. And just like if they need an RA, if they want to fill, whatever, we're there for them. Yeah. And if we grew too fast retail-wise, then we probably wouldn't be able to, to handle that. Yeah. Um, and we like to focus a lot of our stuff online as well. So yeah. we will try to be like 60-40 online. That's like a goal of ours. But um, yeah, so... Case, Party foul case. <laughs> that's when it usually wakes up. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's really hard. I mean, it's hard to start a business any time. I'm sure they say yeah. that back in... In 1865, so. yeah, for real. <laughs> you know, even today. But yeah. you know, to have that online visibility to so kind of much. tell that that brand message and story is, is huge. I couldn't know? imagine yeah. without that capability. Like when it's all custom and you need and millions of dollars. And, yeah, you know, that is insane. Yeah, that's crazy. That's insane. Yeah, and you know, we've we're kind of industry veterans. Yeah, for sure. Late night and chalky. and Jay. You know, Jay pretty much started when Ruka started, right? Yeah, I was like the fifth person hired. You know, my friend yeah. started the brand, you know, kind of similar to, you know, how every brand starts a yeah. Yeah. garage and stuff. And I was coming yeah. off my pro career and kind of looking at what I was going to do after, you know, like which direction I wanted to go. And, you know, I didn't go to college, but yet my friends are starting this brand. And I'm like, shoot, I like what you guys are doing. And I think it's... Definitely. Yeah, I want to. I want to. I'm in. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's sick. And it turned out. <laughs> yeah, very so few took brands a, can make it. Took a long it. time. Yeah, yeah. 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 Took a long time it was, for you to. Yeah, it was a. Everybody, you know, I wore ten different hats, and I know you guys could contest to that. Yeah. You know, everybody's doing, ten different jobs, all at once. Yeah. You know, yeah. trying to make it work, and it was really cool to to see that young stages of a brand to where it is now. Yeah. Now I go there and there's a hundred people working. I don't even, I don't know five people. I'm yeah. like, uh, who are you? <laughs> but you know, production and marketing to yeah. sales to customers, you know, like you got all these different departments, you know, that are professionally yeah. run now, but. Was that in Hawaii when it started or was it here? No, here, here? Oh, Costa Mesa, yeah. uh-huh. Newport. It's, it's awesome. funny, uh, I was almost the Orange County rep for Ruka. Wow. Yeah. Because I was transitioning out of Huntington Serpent Sport. Yeah. And I was talking to Conan and, and uh, Pat Tenori at the time. And, you know, they were like talking to me about taking on the job. And I was also talking to DVS Shoes and, you know, and, and the day that I got my offer letter for DVS, 
Conan called me and says, "Hey, we want you to do it." Damn, that must have been a good day. <laughs> yeah, it was a good day, go. but I was I, I like talked to Larson about it. I'm like, he's like, "We're not making any money. Like, uh, yeah. you're not going to make any money for a long time." Yeah, and I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I had to do the other thing, which you know, ultimately everything happens for a reason. Yeah, and I'm 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 stoked that I had that you know option, but. I wouldn't have survived. You know, for it would sure. have been like it would have been too hard for me. For sure, I was lucky enough to have a wife that that worked, and I was still pulling yeah. in some other sponsored, you yeah. know, ship money and yeah, stuff. But it was that's like awesome. begging for a check to pay my car payment, yeah. begging <laughs> for a check to pay my mortgage. You know, it was yeah. like really, really brutal. And I know you guys know yeah, exactly how it is. They brought yeah. Peter to pay Paul. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, definitely. But it was cool to see, you know, insides of how you know graphic design to you know. We had a seamstress you yeah. know, on site that yeah, was kind of like, you know, designed to a pattern to, you know, hey, silk, run this to silkscreen. How's silkscreen being in the, you know, yeah. the, the printing, you know, facility and watching that, you know, it was just really cool not growing up in that, not having a, you know, degree in that. But yeah. to watch it was just like, it's yeah. pretty organic and cool. yeah. Yeah. a lot of work, but. Learn a ton. Yeah. Learn a shit ton. Like, we'd always say we learned way more doing this than we ever did in college. Yeah. 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 So. But yeah. the cool, cool thing about college, just like if you talk to people that maybe you know went into the service, you know, military, is the network of friends and stuff totally. that support totally. you again. Yeah. And you, you build that bond, you know, yeah. between, yeah. you know, that, you know, that time of your life that, you know, carries on. So, yeah. you know, sure. you guys have gotten a ton of support from That's your That was just your Kickstarter program. Yeah, we yeah. may not have even, like, been where we are today without yeah. if we weren't in college. Yeah. yeah. We didn't even start it in college or... That's where you guys met. That's where we met. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't even know him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, however you get there, however it takes to get to a goal and accomplish a, you know, a milestone in life, that's that's kind of... But there's no business model, yeah. business plan, Nothing. and you could just like, oh, we're just going to do this and execute, and you yeah. just ch- check off the boxes because yeah. it never it never works that it never way. Works yeah. that way. You know? And that's what's been fun is learning how to think on the fly like that. And that's the whole mentality thing we're talking about, the entrepreneurial mentality yeah. is like... You're just able to take things. I mean, it's like a minor dose of what any military man or woman probably thinks of. They can handle any situation. Yeah. We're like a baby version of that, you know, where it's like a, a citizen version of that probably. Whereas like if we go on a trip or something like that, like that same like team mentality or if there's any obstacle, if there's like a new shop or something, we yeah. want to get it. Like how do we get it? And we yeah. kind of just pull all the resources or knowledge or ideas and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's fun. You're not alone. Yeah. Your team. Yeah. It helps yeah. a lot. Your family. Yeah, yeah for sure. Know. That's another Your one. brotherhood. What, I don't I don't know, know, what do you guys what do you guys call yourselves? Just Seeger Boys, I guess. Seeger Boys. <laughs> well, yeah. that's a new band right there. Yeah. <laughs> that was our problem when we first started. I can't we wait to band. go see that concert. Seeger Boys. Seeger Boys. <laughs> yeah. You guys could so, be a band. That's what there. everyone thought we would be at the coffee shops. Like, you yeah. guys a band? Yeah. yeah. We're like, ah. We're even flying to Austin to go to Stetson's manufacturing facility to see it for the first time and uh, so People fun. were just asking us if we were in a band. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, so what's your band? Man. And the long hair thing. What do you play? Drown. <laughs> 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 yeah, we live the life of bandmates, though. Yeah. Just like yeah. constantly traveling and, and, you know, how it goes. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. mustaches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, yeah. <laughs> we've gone over a little bit, over an hour. Did, did you want to? I don't know. I'm just looking at, we have a list of questions here. I mean... Do you have any advice for like maybe that next generation of college kids or groms that are aspire to you know follow your foot tracks and every other you know person that started a brand? Like, what do you? Um, I mean, 
what's your advice to somebody that wants to I would say like for us what really worked was just taking that leap of faith like the commitment to it like you were saying we just had a drunk talk about it and then a lot of people probably have that all the time and then just don't take that jump mm-hmm. and the earlier the better I mean with anything but with this in college the risk is so minimal for the situation we had so mm-hmm. There wasn't a big risk of like, okay, here's this sick opportunity at Ruka, but I need the money now, so I got whatever. I got rent to pay, I got this. We were in college, you know, and luckily we had help from our parents, so it was like, okay, you know, there's not too much financial risk with this. Let's just take the leap. So the advice I would give is to just, if you can, or if you can't even, like, try and make it work or just pursue it, really, and just, like, be give around people. Give it a shot and be yeah. around. Like, we were just around each other, keeping each other stoked along the way. Yeah. Because it's easy to get burnt out when you're not making money or it's just a grind for 18 hours, you know, and you're like, I didn't make any money. What am I doing? And you see other people, like, getting jobs or whatever. Um, but just, like, staying persistent and staying around a good community yeah. like that we've built for ourselves of just people who are getting after it and stoked and it keeps that fire burning. Yeah. yeah. I would say for the purpose of this podcast... You guys are it's mostly about surfing, yeah. And uh, I would say for the people listening, to keep surfing every day. It's the best thing in the world. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, like the it never gets old. Yeah. And the better you are at it, the more fun it gets. And so yeah. Well, I I love your guys' story just to the fact that you know your passion for surfing just like all of us. But the niche you guys found wasn't just you. Just probably sat back and be like, oh. There's brands that aren't really covering what I want to wear, yeah. but you guys had a passion for the outdoors and that Western vibe to begin with, yeah. and it also just happened to be there's a void out yeah. there. You're mm-hmm. not copying anybody. You guys mm-hmm. are doing your own. Yeah, you know, sure. you're setting, Yeah, you're setting your own you know pathway. It's pretty cool. cool. It, it's cool just seeing the support that we we've gotten from people that like even in the Western space or people growing up ranching, that's all they've known. It's like getting support from that to us is like just as awesome as getting support from like the Mitch's teams. Like, yeah, it feels the same amount of like respect and pride and stuff. Yeah. It's awesome. And those shops need newness too. And they want to support the next generation and they know, you know, good people behind it, a good message and they see it too. You know, they, if you're in a shop like Mitch's or, you know, Delia Hobie, you know, they've been around for a long time, you know, and you know, I mean, those names are so recognized globally. Yeah. You know, your yeah. your Hobie, yeah. your Mitch's, uh, Thalia. Thalia. I mean, yeah. you've you've won that part of the game, right? Mm-hmm. And then to go around and go, yeah, we work with Coors Banquet. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, by the way, Stetson is also a partner. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean. Pretty awesome. I, I, that's kind of how I want to wrap it up is yeah. like, wow, Seeger, it's a four-year-old brand started by three young entrepreneurs through, you know, through surfing yeah. too. Through surfing. Right? Yeah. And yeah. here you guys are creating uh, a brand that is unique and um, has a lot of potential. Yeah. And it, it's, it was awesome to have you guys here and, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully in, in the next couple of years we'll we'll uh still be doing podcasts yeah. and yeah. talk yeah. about all the other uh milestones you've guys surpassed so yeah we're gonna have cameras yeah. next time yeah. Yeah. Like, we'll dress <laughs> it's gonna be on youtube hits uh, like, yeah. Sick. yeah yeah so we'll that's, get you dialed in it's a pleasure to come and talk with you guys you guys are both legends in the the world of surfing and and uh 
you know, so we were stoked that to come down here this morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. we could learn a lot from you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Hey, yeah. anytime. Cost money oh. though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Phones open. We'll bring some beer. Cases of beer. Yeah, so beer, money. What was that? Yeah. License plate gas grass or ass. Yeah. Yeah. Free. Yeah. There's a Seeger shirt. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. How much? Yeah. Well, That's hey, awesome. yeah. Case, Elliot, Matson. Yep. Great American story. Uh, keep the dream alive. Yes. Congratulations on Seeger and let us know if you have any problem with any accounts. Yeah, we'll, we'll strong yeah. arm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm definitely <laughs> up on that. It's at yeah. S E A G E R underscore underscore co. co. At yeah. Seeger Core. Co. Sorry. At Seeger Link to our bio. <laughs> Congratulations, yeah. guys. Yeah, right Thank you very much. much. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for Thanks. coming. Thanks for having us. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please give us a five-star rating and spread the word. Special thanks to our good friends, James Williams for our awesome artwork and Justin Reynolds for the amazing music.